living in here. Nothing but pure truth coming from God. This is Pure Truth Session with your host, Lady Ty.
What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Lady Ty the Great, here with another amazing Pure Truth session. How are you truth seekers doing today? Listen, I'm excited. I'm full of joy. I'm full of love. And I'm just happy to be here. I'm grateful because this is a day that the Lord has made. Yes, and we're rejoicing and we're glad in it. No matter your situation, no matter your circumstance, no matter what's going on, I want you to count it all joy. Now, I know in school you learned how to count A, B, C, one, two, three. Right. But now in the spirit realm, right, while we're in this natural body, I want you to learn how to supernaturally count. And how we do that is by counting everything that has taken place in our life as joy. Can you do that for me? Can you count today? Can you count the good, the bad and the ugly? And let it all equal up to joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Did you know that? If nobody told you today, I am proud of you. That you made it another day. That you didn't quit. That you didn't stop. That you kept pressing. That you kept going. That at least you made it to this pure truth session. It's kind of like a car that's running on empty. Right? And and you you... Before the east sign, at least you knew what direction to go in. So even if your car started to stop right before you click this button, you made it. So I need you just to say, I made it. I'm still standing. Can you do yourself a favor? Say it. I'm still standing. You are. Some of you, I hear you in the spirit. You say, I'm not standing tired. I crawled here. Well, you still made it. You had strength enough. You know why? Because there's greatness on the inside of you that couldn't die. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. So even if you still made it, come on, there's a, a super natural power on the inside of you. There's a purpose on the inside of you. There's a seed of greatness on the inside of you. No matter what you're faced with today, no matter what news and information you got, what somebody spoke in your ear. Come on. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. Right. What word? It's, it needs to be the word of God. That's how you increase your faith in the word of God. But the truth is, whatever you feed is going to grow. So have you been feeding the wrong thing today? Have you been replaying something, some messages that you shouldn't something somebody said that's opposite of what God says? That's what this pure truth session is about today. It's about removing the lies, right? And then speaking the truth. So today, Father, in the name of Jesus, we welcome in your spirit. We bless you, God. We say thank you you Lord we thank you for being our strength even when we weak we thank you that your grace is sufficient that your grace is enough that we can get through another day because we have you thank you for being our advocate our lawyer our doctor thank you for being our representation that you fight for us that you love us that you cover us that you you are amazing God we couldn't do this thing without you that's why we reference you right now that's why we give you glory because you are our creator you are our king and we love you we love you we didn't create ourselves come on you are beautiful you are wonderful you are awesome in all of your ways so today we just stop <laughs> we we tell the noise to stop we tell the bills to stop come on everything that would get in your way our concerns about our children spouses jobs what we're going to do how we're going to figure it out no 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 not us because you are sovereign. What does that mean? You're above all. You are omnipresence. What does that mean? You're everywhere. There's nothing that's taking God by surprise, guys. Can you just settle in on that? Come on. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let's do it again. Breathe in. Breathe out. I'm telling you, do it again. Let let's yeah, breathe in. Breathe out. God is amazing. He's amazing. Release your concerns to him. Come on, I, I have my concerns. I'm giving it to him right now. Before we go any further. Because this is all about trust. Do you trust God to handle it? 
Do you trust God to deal with them? Do you trust God to be fair and just? Do you? I do. I believe that God will do just what he said he would do. So, Father, today we come repenting to you for any area in our life where we try to take over control, where we try to handle things and arrange things without your consultation, without your instruction. So, Father, today we surrender our lives to you. We surrender our day, but our entire schedule, the rest of our life, Lord. We say, take a look at it, God. Put us in the direction you would have us to go. Let us not make any decision that doesn't include you. And it's in Jesus' name. We pray that we are people that would please you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, y'all. Well, what's up? Welcome to today's Pure Truth session. We're going to be discussing the pure truth on wisdom. I'm super excited. There are, um, Proverbs is known to be the, the book on wisdoms, right? On wisdoms. Mm-hmm. Well, it is. <laughs> but there are also, I discovered, more than 48 scriptures in the Bible on wisdom. And people talk about wisdom. Um, what, what, do you, what normally comes to your mind when you think about the word wisdom? Hmm. I'm asking you. I know you can't reply back, <laughs> but I'm asking you, just take a moment to think like what, it, what pops up in your mind? Who pops up in your mind when you think about wisdom? When I think about wisdom, I think about grandmas, <laughs> right? I mean, back in the day, grandmas, I'm not knocking grandmas now. Come on. Don't do that. I love all, all the grandmas, but um, I think about like my, uh, my grandma, like shout out to Thelma. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I use her as an example because um, she, I used to call her Nana. Um, She was a woman that always went, what I saw, okay, because people have different perceptions of different people. And what I saw growing up in the household with her was she always had her Bible at the side of her pink chair. And I wondered why she read the same book over and over and over again. Um, And there was times when. I I witnessed her being quiet. There were times when I witnessed her just saying, Lord, have mercy. Um, I witnessed a lot of things and um, shout out to her and what I saw um, because it was beautiful. It was wisdom. It was it was absolute wisdom. Um, And I wondered what that quietness was. There was times where. Even as a young person, I said, man, well, she could have said something right there. Why? Why didn't she say that? Or, you know, why didn't she defend? Um, Why didn't she? But she used uh, wisdom. So here it is right here. The, The definition of wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge and good judgment. The quality of being wise. Okay, that's what the dictionary say. Well, let's look up wise since this one tell us the quality of being wise. And today I'm praying that even as I speak, that there will be um, a breakthrough for you, that there will be such an anointing that it will break yokes of bondage that you will be able to see. Right. When we say let there be light, open the eyes of the blind, right. Blind will see, deaf will hear. That means for me, I'm speaking to that physically. Yes. And also, uh, hold on. Uh oh. Well, God bless me. How do you like that? A pure truth session with an actual sneeze. My God. Live and direct, right? (laughs) Well, this is Holy Hood Radio. Thanks for tuning in. RCR Network. Shout out to you. Shout out to Anchor um, and all the other outlets. Apple. Uh, podcast Spotify everybody thank you guys so much for making this pure truth session be available to everybody so <laughs> excuse me for the little sneeze interruption maybe I was getting deliverance do you know deliverance comes in so many different forms like up and out means whatever's on the inside of you has to come out so uh, unclean spirits can come out via tears uh, via you yawning you breathing in breathing out and also sneezes so 
there you have it. Now, okay, now the definition of wise is form forming adjectives and the adverbs of the man, manner or respect such as clockwise, otherwise. Okay, not that one. With respect to concerning um, wise, having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. There we go. That's what we're looking for. Um, responding sensibly or shrewdly to a particular situation. Having knowledge in a specified subject. Alert to or aware of. Okay, so that's the definition of wise. And so today we're going to be talking about wisdom. So let's kind of dive right in. Um, there is someone in the Bible, I believe you know who, who prayed to God for wisdom. And his name was Solomon. And um, you that can be found in Second Chronicles verse number 1. Solomon asked for wisdom. Um, and we're going to talk about Solomon in just a second. In Second Chronicles chapter number 1. I'm sorry, I said verse number 1. Second Chronicles chapter number 1. You can pull that up and you can read that entire story. I'm going to share a little piece from there. Um, but also in 1 Kings chapter number 11. Solomon turns away from God. So in 2nd Chronicles chapter 1, he asks for wisdom. And then in 1st Kings chapter 11, Solomon turns away from God. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have to be a rocket science to say this, but it is not wise to turn away from God. First of all. <laughs> okay? So even what am, what am I suggesting to you? Even in you asking for wisdom, even in you seeking out wisdom, even in you wanting wisdom, you can still do something that wasn't wise. You can still make a decision that is not pleasing to God. Isn't that something? So I need you today to not just ask for wisdom. I need you to ask for knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Come on, have faith. The scripture tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. So this is actual proof. Second Chronicles chapter one, Solomon asked for wisdom. And then turned around in first Kings chapter 11 later on and turned away from God. That's not wise. And the scripture tells us that God gave him wisdom. He gave him riches. He gave him all of this stuff. But it's time for you guys to read the word for yourself. I'm just want to paint the picture and lead you. Right. I want to direct you into the right direction so you can ask for wisdom. You can even have wisdom because it tells us that Solomon had had some wisdom. But what happened here? He had so many wives and they lured him away from God. He allowed them to worship other gods. OK, in the Ten Commandments, we learn what thou shall have no other gods before me. Now, God is not tripping really about a lot of stuff. He just got a few things, really. At the end of the day, he wants you to love people. And um, he wants you to first love him by obeying what he's saying. In order to know what he's saying, you have to read his word. It's great to listen to preachers and all that stuff, but it's time for you to rise up and read his word, what it says. So, excuse me, guys. Um, I gave you those scriptures, those point of references where you can read from. And if you are a person that has trouble reading, like you can't focus or you got just things that you're doing or you're at work. I want to encourage you to download the Bible app for free. Right. The Gateway Bible app and let it play in your ear. Get to know God by letting the Bible play in your ear. You watch sitcoms, you watch TVs, you watch TVs, you watch television shows, you watch movies, you do all of these different things. But can you get the word of God? Can you hear what God is saying better than any scandal, any power, any show that you watch? I'm telling you, the stories of the Bible are lit. <laughs> the stories of the Bible are lit. I mean, Jesus, if you read these stories, it's better than my one of my favorite movies is Troy. It's better than that. OK, so let me get to this pure truth session because um, I know you don't you're not on here to chit chat with me. So let me just kick it with you. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, wisdom. There are over 48 scriptures on wisdom. I'm not going to read the 48 scriptures to you. What I love so much about Google is you can hit Google scriptures on wisdom and that will pop up. Right. So Bible verses about wisdom. One is uh, Job chapter 28 and 28. Behold, 
The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Amen. I love that so much because the fear of the Lord is wisdom. What is the fear of the Lord? When you don't want to disappoint God, when you don't want to make him sad, when you, okay, not fear like you think, oh no, you scared in your heart, something bad is going to happen. No, when you have like married people, if you married and you don't want to cheat on your husband because you don't want to lose them and because you love them, you don't want to hurt them. That type of fear. Do you understand that? Parents, um, you don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to hurt your children. Right. Mother daughter relationships. You don't want to, you know, oh, I'm not going to do I, w- I wouldn't call my daughter bad names or hurt her feelings because I fear that that would crush her, that that will hurt her, that that will push her away, that that will make her feel rejected. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of fear. A lot of people don't explain the fear of God. They make it seem like you have to be scared. No, the point is that you love somebody so much that you don't want to hurt them, that you protect them, that you do things. You do you get what I'm saying, guys? That's the fear of the Lord. Like, man, I love God so much. Why would I want to go out here and just sleep with people? Why would I want to go out here and steal things greater than me is my love for God. Greater than me getting the satisfaction of something that would please my flesh but disappoint God. Who's greater than me? If I reference God greater than me, then I would have a fear. It's a it's a good fear. Do you see? Do you understand? So the fear of the Lord is wisdom. Psalms 37 and 30. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. Okay. Um, Psalms 107 and 43. Whoever is wise, let them heed to these things and consider the great love of the Lord. Now, y'all know we talked about love last week. I love that. And I'm going to touch on something that took place recently. Um, Psalms 111, 111, number 10. The fear of the Lord is a beginning of wisdom. Amen. Now, when we talk about wisdom, before you can talk about wisdom and dive in, we have to start at the beginning. So Psalms 111 and 10 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. Amen. Proverbs 1, number 7. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Proverbs 3 and 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Amen. Now, how many people think that they are wise in their own eyes? My God, they're not even going to raise their hand. They're not even going to respond on here because I didn't even hand them a microphone. <laughs> there are people who really believe to be wise. They're going to tell you this. They're going to release this. They're going to let you know that because they've already accomplished a certain thing. Right. And they can be wise in their own eyes. But and the scripture is telling us, I mean, don't get excited about what, what you think, you know, and what you think you've accomplished. It is wise to fear God. And um, yeah. Proverbs number four, uh, numbers, Proverbs ver, uh, chapter four, verse six and seven. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom, though it cost all you have. Get understanding. Right. Um, and there's so many more that you can continue to read on. Um, but listen, Proverbs 11 and two, when pride comes. Then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. So it is wise to be humble, guys. Okay, and this is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Proverbs verse eleven. Yeah, Proverbs chapter eleven. I'm sorry, verse number thirty. You know, a long time ago, somebody told me when it comes to Psalms and Proverbs that you're not supposed to say chapter and verse, and I I don't know why. But um, or if it's just a song and it doesn't go like that, it's not chapter and verse. But however, if you're trying to locate it, I'm just going to share, share it to you like this so you can find it. Proverbs verse number um, chapter number 11, verse number 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life and he who wins souls is wise. Amen. It's, it takes wisdom to win souls. And you have to get that wisdom from God. God has to give you that instruction. God has to uh, release to you, reveal to you, because everybody is different. And we're going to talk about something that took place that was very disappointing 
um, over this weekend. But um, so those those are books on wisdom. <laughs> those are scriptures on wisdom. And when we talk about wisdom, I know you want to be smart and you want to know something. There's a wonderful person that I love so much and I follow his teachings, um, Dr. Miles Monroe. If you're not familiar with him, please um, check him out. Go to the YouTube channels. He teaches kingdom teaching and um it is just absolutely amazing he has gone on to glory but um his teachings are teachings from heaven which will live forever and um he is a very wise person so um even proverbs sixteen sixteen says how much better to get wisdom than gold to choose understanding rather than silver right Proverbs seventeen twenty four: A discerning man keeps wisdom in the view, but fool's eyes wanders to the end of the earth. Right. So the whole point of everything that I'm trying to say right now, even in asking for wisdom, wisdom is not going to be enough. Okay. Three things last forever, and this is what pure truth stands on. Come on, there are three things that last forever: faith, hope, and love. So I need you. That's why we come on here and we listen to man in the mirror. That's why we come on here and we are surrendering ourselves over to God because you we're not going to be on here talking about and bashing and, and complaining on what everybody else is doing. We will address and touch on issues so we can use it as learning stools, learning steps. OK, these are the things that we're not going to do. You know what I'm saying? We got to be better. Uh, then this we have to represent Christ. We have to be greater. We are here because we are operating in our greater. We are here because Christ is raised up a people, a group of disciples that he needs to go out into the world and disciples make disciples. He's looking for people that he can reflect himself in. He's looking for people that he can send through fires. And when people see them, that they can see the light of God, that they can say, okay, this person's been through something. Come on. It's the anointing that breaks show. People talk about touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. Do you even know who the anointing is? The anointing is a hood girl like me, Lady Todd the Great. The anointing is somebody like you at your job that been through so many things. You've been through abandonment. You've been um, crushed. You've been let down. You've been disappointed but you still stand and you still believe God you still got the nerve to have faith after all the things that hadn't happened for you you still hold on to the things that could happen for you you still have hope even after somebody said they want a divorce even after kids try to say you wasn't a good father or a good mother even after child support's taking all your money whatever your situation is even if you feel like that I just came out of this this same sex relationship yes it does not matter no matter what if you struggled and you still made it and you still standing. Come on. God is a God of love. God is a God of love. So no matter what your situation is, no matter where you are, I want to introduce you to the God of love. And there is greater for you. Come on. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Your heart is going to get sick. If you lose hope. So the reason I come on here is so you don't lose hope that you keep pushing, that you keep going. I can go on and give you a list of everything that I survived. Come on. I made it past domestic violence. I made it past guns in my face. I made it past. Come on. Stealing, hurting people, you know, cheat. Do I made it? I'm no longer that that which I was. I'm greater. Can I be even greater than this? Yes. This is why I come on here repenting. This is why I come on here. Come on, not repenting because I did an action. But I, and even if you did an action, so what? I'm repenting because even if I had the thought, the Lord tells us that's the same thing. So, so my, my sinful thought is no different than somebody's action. One thing is not bigger than the other. So what am I saying to you? If you cut people, they're going to bleed. Okay. Sometimes we regarding people and put them on a pedestal that they don't have no business on. Love people, say what's up to them, be kind to them. They're your brothers and sisters. But sometimes we take things a little bit too far to the left and to the right. We start tripping and we start honoring the people and not honoring our God. So today I pray that you will want to read more in Proverbs, that you will want to say, okay, what is this really the fear of the Lord about? And that you will understand even with wisdom. That you can still disappoint God. Solomon, a person of God, got unequally yoked to mad wives. Yes, I said mad wives. I know. It's your girl, Lady Todd, a great holyhood. This is the pure truth session. I'm my true self. I'm who I am growing into who God wants me to be, okay? He that begun a good work, a great work. 
Come on, he's faithful to perform it. He's faithful to finish the work on the inside of me. That's why I can have a podcast. That's why I can have a radio show. That's why I can be me and be real and go to and do what I do. I can be me because I love me. I accept me. God created me. I'm not trying to be you. I'm not trying to talk like you, walk like you, sound like you, look like you, tuck my shirt in like you. No, I am free. Come on, who the sun sets free. When Jesus sets you free, you free indeed. So I'm not trying to fit your description. God has described me. Maybe you need to read my fine print. I'm actually A-OK. And I pray that more people get free. For so long, we've been trying to fit in these rules and fit. No, God is a creator, a creative God. So today I call you into creativity. I call you back. I call you back to you. I call you to to freedom, man. I release freedom over the airways. I release freedom over the earth in Jesus name. You are an amazing mother, a great grandmother, amazing father, a great grandfather, an awesome uncle, an awesome auntie. Come on. You're an amazing person. If you're none of those things, you're still awesome. God knew the plans that he had for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope in the future. So this is going to lead us to what I want to share today. There was a church somewhere on internet land, right? Um, a gentleman walked inside a church dressed up as a drag queen, cross dressed or whatever they call it. He came into church and um, the pastor got on the microphone and told him to step out of the aisle and told him to... Uh, to leave out of his church dressed like a, a girl. When he come into church, he told him to, that he needed to dress like a man. Um, and he went on to say some more things. It's a viral video on the internet somewhere. I'm not even going to play it on here because this is not a news channel. Um, I'm not even going to give them a shout out because I'm asking God just to forgive them. You know, there was a time where I would call your name, shout you out and blast you. Right. But it's a greater me today. Amen. So what am I saying? It's not about the person or the people. It's a spirit. And this is why Jesus said you will know them by their fruits. So I want to say to you, when you see fruitless situations, you don't have to trip. <laughs> when you see things like that, that's coming from a building that have church titled on it and a cross on it. Just because a building got a cross on it doesn't make it God's church. Y'all have been getting this thing twisted for so long and believe in every building that's up it's his is that a church or is that jezebel's house i know some of y'all are like what is that a place where people are just breeding false prophets is that just a place come on that the enemy is playing with and i know some people don't like talk like that that's fine it doesn't matter this is pure truth it's a huge reason why many people don't attend church there's a huge reason why many people don't even about uh, they've walked away from god and, and it's not God's people that are the problem. I know you're saying, well, how could you say that? And that's God. Listen, no, no, no. Because God's people, God's chosen ones, God's few, they keep his command. They will love others. What I'm suggesting to you is that people that have hurt you, people that you have experienced that have been tripping. Those are wolves in sheep clothing, man. And I know you saying, well, how are you going to say that? How can you just say that? I don't care that they have a title. The same way how people could go out here and get fake wigs and throw it on and you think it's their real hair. Come on. They went and paid for a real license, really got ordained and really don't have no experience with God. What am I saying? Or they got bewitched along the way. But come on, man. What am I saying to you? I am one. Who had a real life experience with God more than three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. A supernatural experience. I thought that that was normal. So I ran to church, did church for like five years plus. But when, it, when I had my experiences and I was sharing it with people at the church, they couldn't relate. They didn't know what I was talking about. And I'm like, hello. Like this happened and that happened and they're looking like, oh, you tripping. People are are doing a traditional routine. Who do you think the Pharisees are? Now, what is a Pharisee? When Jesus came, Pharisees was people in the temple preaching. They was going in. They was doing their thing. They was dressed up in a whole outfit and all of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Pharisees, religious rulers. This is what you have now. 
We got religious rulers. And I'm not going to bend to that thing. Yo, that religious system will, will kill the fire of a pure one. I almost died inside of a church. I know that's going to be too much for somebody. They're going to be like, what? No, I love the whole idea of church. The whole thing, what God was creating it to be and what it's supposed to be. Right. The whole point is it's supposed to be a place that meets needs, that equips people. And how do I say that? OK, y'all want scripture. Um, Acts chapter two. <coughs> Start at verse number 43. <coughs> Let me clear my throat. No, 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 no. And I wasn't even trying to go all the way over here. But there's a point where everybody was excited. I'm paraphrasing about the apostles teachings and all of this different stuff. And um. There it is. Bam. And everybody was excited about the teachings of the leaders and um, and all of that. But they they met together, but they sold their property and possessions to make sure nobody around them had a need. And why do I keep preaching this message? That's Acts chapter two, verse forty five. Because if there are people around you in your congregation, you driving around with Jaguars, Benzes, your house and this and that and you and your wife and everything is fine with y'all. But you have people that have needs, people that's homeless, people that bills that's out of order. If you have way more than and then there are people that are giving you all of their everything, the last that they have and you telling them to trust God while you balling with a Gucci belt. Like, man, get out of here today that the devil is a liar. Like, do you understand the disciples, anybody, the prophets that really rode with God? They had to ride off of faith. They had to take nothing with them. They wasn't rolling around with with chariots and all of this stuff that people want to do now. And people want to teach you uh, strategies and how to do this. And how, I mean, I want to. I'll teach you some strategies on something. But what am I saying to you? People want to. They go see anytime the emergency alarm go off. This is an emergency message. Y'all. People are it, the land of the greed. The church is to be the example. The world is supposed to be able to come to the church to get and receive things. Instead, it's the backwards. And God, when he said give and it shall be given unto you, he's talking to his church. He's talking to his people first. The message that we preach to others is a message that we eat first. So I'm confused how leaders don't eat their message first. They just use their message for everybody else and think everybody have to go through through this type of cycle no God have designed you to be someone's help he have designed you to be the bride of him he have designed you to represent him he have designed you to love people and then we have leaders so father in the name of Jesus we pray for forgiveness for this pastor that pushed away someone because of the way they appeared I don't care if it was a boy or girl a cat or dog I don't I'm not interested in what he was, what he was wearing, who what, or why there are people. Sinners are supposed to be able to come and get healed. People that are broken are supposed to be able to come and get healed no matter what they're wearing. So I disagree with anybody moving in anything opposite of the love of God. That was not the love of God to tell somebody to get out of their house. You don't own a house, preacher, pastor, preacher, man. You don't have no house. That's God's house. How dare you? You're an employee of Jesus. Are you not? And the answer is no, you're not. You a wolf in sheep clothing. So clap. Let's clap right there. Thank you for exposing yourself. And there are many other like there are many other spirits like that inside those houses. So today, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to reveal Every false place, every wolf in sheep clothing, every building, every four walls that have been opened up, standing up, using your people, manipulating them, tricking them just to just to hurt. That have been pushing out the wrong thing, Father, that have not been representing you. And people been getting beat up going into our churches. The devil is a liar. So today, may everything that's not real, that's not like God, be exposed. Oh, yeah. Today, let it be exposed. I know I hear you. Oh, there's no such thing as a perfect church. No such thing as a perfect person. No such thing. There is a such thing as the love of God. And that's the only thing that lifted me out of what I was doing was a kind hearted, loving God. Not nobody telling me nothing about how I dress and what I got to do. And I can't do this and I don't fit in there. No, God loved me. So I pray that the love of God be released. I pray that they be convicted. I pray that if they was ever part of God's thing. That they will be called back to the marvelous light. And I pray that this is a wake up call. For people not to be afraid to talk about church. Got everybody shook and scared like they can't say something. You could talk. You could say something. 
Why can't you talk? God is not pleased with what just happened. That boy could have left out of there and God forbid committed suicide because he felt like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. So, Father, we cover the young man and anybody else that has been hurt or broken from people who did not display your love, from people who do not know. Even if they didn't know you, God, and once upon a time and they, they was used by the enemy, we cast that devil out in the name of Jesus. Come on. We take back the church. And God said the latter shall be greater than the former. So today, this message is for the church, for the unchurched. This message is for the world. God is a God of love. Jesus loves. He came to sit amongst the sinners. He didn't come for the righteous. He came for the broken. And the only way the world is going to see him is like what, y'all? If we exercise pure truth. And we get true with the areas in our life where we jacked up in and we surrender them to God. And we say, God, let me be more like you. The change I want to see, let it begin in me. So even as I'm sharing about this leader, right, um, I'm, I'm sharing about me. Let me, everything that I do, let me be patient. That's why we played play that Lauryn Hill song. Let me be patient. Let me be kind. Make me unselfish. Come on. Though I may suffer, how envy if not? Come on, let me not have envy. Let me endure what comes because God is all that I have. Let me display the love of God. Let me love God by behaving that way. So on behalf of or on behalf of the church and leaders and people, whatever, I would like to apologize to the world. I'm apologizing on blog RCR network. Come on. I'm apologizing on anchor. I'm apologizing wherever you're listening from. Because God is a God of love. And how you're going to experience that love is you're going to experience it through people. People prayerfully like me. People prayerfully like yourself. We're going to be the example. Because God is real and he does live and he wants to live through you. So please accept this apology. And Father, I pray forgiveness. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And I say that about them leaders because you said that about those people that crucified you, that hurt you. They couldn't have known it was you. They couldn't have known, Father, that, that, that man that he said it. Like you said, Lord, it was a spirit. So we come against the spirit that would try to dwell in your house. And we call the church houses holy. But the ones that are not, I say them walls come down now in Jesus' name. No more fake and phony. This is 2018, the year of the greats. I know when people say, well, how are you going to say that you coming on the air talking about church? Listen, guess what? If it's not God's spot, let it come down. Why you want it to stay up if it's not his house? Why you want some fake church to be up there so somebody else could go in there and get hurt and then be mad at God? No, it's my job to reconcile the hearts back to the father. So I have to represent Right. If I got to open my house and do all of the stuff that the Lord is saying and obey, surely you could do it. I'm not no more special than you. If you cut me, I bleed, too. So how is it I could display the love of God and you can't? You can't. You just choose not to. But today we're going to make some better choices. So I love y'all. It's your girl, Lady Tyler Great, here with another amazing Pure Truth session. And that's what's taking place. So it is wise to win souls. Let's just safe to say it was not wisdom the way that that person was approached. And the fear of the Lord will bless you because if you fear God, you want to do what he's saying. And remember, not fear in a bad way, but to the point like, man, I don't want to let my father down. You ever loved a grandmother, a grandparent, a mother or a dad or love somebody so much that you you behaved kindly in front of them? Praise God. I hope you're kind anyway. <laughs> But you know how you may act in front of your grandmother is different than you act in front of your homies. You have a different respect, a different regard. Well, that's what God is looking for from you. A different respect. So I love you so much. Um, I pray that you are encouraged. I pray that you know, understand God is a God of love, but he allows some things to be exposed. And even as um, I am doing a detox, I guess you call it. All right. I've gone green, guys. Woohoo. Um, and so. I'm drinking some green smoothies and stuff. The Lord said, Ty, I'm detoxing my church. I said, wow. And so he says, yeah, so don't don't count it strange. God is not surprised and God knows everything. Um, so I am here with you. Um, connect with me on Facebook, uh, Lady Ty the Great or Ty Johnson. That's T.Y. Johnson. Or um, hit me up, uh, register on my website so you can stay tuned for what's going on. And that's L-A-D-Y-T-Y-T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T. LadyTyTheGreat.com. 
Um, I got some amazing news. You guys know I am the author of Daddy Issues. I released my book uh, last year and it's been doing wonderfully. And it's a book about uh, more than testimonies. It's actually a tool to forgiveness. And um, I recently released a journal, an e-journal to go along with it. So now if you have daddy issues, you can also go through personal healing for unforgiveness. Um, you can. So if you've had any issues with unforgiveness, if you had anything that you've been facing and you just like, man, I need to get rid of this. I've got some bitterness. This uh, workbook will actually work with you step by step on your personal issues. It's called Solutions, the remix to daddy issues, right? Because daddy issues... Now we need some solutions to solve these problems. And I'm also offering um, 30 minute consultations, just kicking it with people about their personal things. But you can go to my website for more information about that. But listen, guys, that's what's so dope. God gives us things like he he we go through things and it's for a reason so we can help somebody else. So all of my pain actually had a purpose and now it's bottled up and I'm here to help you. So if you need that help, reach out. I'm here for you and I'm praying for you. So again, Holy Hood prayer line is on Tuesdays. Thanks for so much for tuning in here on Wednesdays. But if you have prayer requests, you can send it to us. And uh, thank you so much for this amazing network. Um, and I just love you guys so much. I pray strength over you. Peace, blessings, and joys. The holidays are coming up. Enjoy, but celebrate by not just because it's the holidays, but by being kind and loving. Every day could be a holiday. Come on, because every day is a day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad every day. Okay, it's your girl, Lady Tyler Great, with another amazing Pure Truth session. You are awesome. We are great because God is greater. He lives in us. Let's do the great work. Disciples go and make disciples. Hey, we're not going to leave this broadcast without praying for the captives to be set free. We pray for every dope boy, every stripper, every drug dealer, every scam artist, every murderer, everybody that's locked up. We pray for the sick and shut in, the blind and dead. We pray for miracles, signs, and wonders to take place on the earth. It has been established that God will do what he said he would do. He wants to speak and he wants to speak through you. Allow your words to create a world of change. Be great. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love you. Check, check. And I'm out.
session is done for now come back next week for more pure truth this broadcast is copyrighted by lady ty the great ministries and the resilient christian radio network